Things are really heating up here at the Survivor Series. And I gotta tell you, these great fans here in Hartford, Connecticut are red hot too. And you know, when it's so hot, so long, well, that means that the incubation is all over. And that means a lot of us are looking forward to seeing this gigantic egg, wherever that came from, I'm sure it had to hurt. But this egg is gonna hatch here tonight. As a matter of fact, hold on. Recording live from San Francisco, California, <laughs> it's the Cheap Popcast. Oh, yeah. Woo! Woo! Because... Wow, we both did that in unison? Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I didn't hear a what. What? All right, what? we got a what. I can't say anybody... Did I, t- I said that wrong. Yes. Five time. Five time. That should be on the fifth episode. Yeah. Cheap Popcast. If we make it that far. Mm. Well, it's, well uh, Welcome to the Cheap Popcast. This is... A wrestling podcast because I know fans of Laser Time, Cape Crisis, VG Empire, et al. have been just aching for a wrestling podcast. A I, few of them, right? Well, see, that's that's the thing about it. Like, I I have meeting you guys and like mm-hmm. getting together and connecting with your wrestling knowledge is some of the most fun I have in conversation. Yes, mm-hmm. and so we we transfer that over. To, we try to transfer that over to Laser Time, where Laser Time we talk about nostalgia stuff, old cartoons, movies, and some people, people just don't want to be nostalgic. Play, like, well, I think it's it's off-putting. Like, I've looked at the traffic. Our wrestling episodes are the lowest. We've done two. They're the lowest rated episodes because people are like I don't like wrestling. You know you what? Never you, prob- did? you probably did, and you probably do. You just like it's fake. Like, shut up. There's there's so yeah. much more to talk about <laughs> than like than. I don't know, like I, I don't know the old showmanship to it, like the the behind the scenes drama. I, like I'm not, you guys are yeah. the wrestling fans. I'm not, mm-hmm. but I love, love, love talking about it. And we, Dave said I'd like to do a wrestling show. Yes. I'm like I can't agree with you more because we won't do them anymore on Laser <laughs> Time. And and it and I hope to God that and the people who show, did love them loved them. Yes, and uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. and the most replies I've got on Twitter. Or for doing wrestling episodes mm-hmm. with you guys. So I look forward to hearing from the usual cast of characters mm-hmm. replying to this. And I love that I have an, an avenue to talk about wrestling on a somewhat regular you basis. You always surprise me with how much you know about wrestling. And I love that I have a show where I can talk about <laughs> wrestling and you, Chris, hmm. cannot say... You guys have talked too much about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Yes. And I, I will not interfere with the wrestling show in any way unless you'd like me to pull up the Macho Man soundboard. Well, How about not not this time? I don't yeah, want to scare yeah. off any new listeners, but I can do that <laughs> any time I want. I can mm-hmm. pull up the Macho Man soundboard. Uh, I'm just, I'm, Dave Saw is ready. Dave Saw. Uh, uh, well, I am your host, Diamond Dave, Dave Rudden. <laughs> Woo! Woo! 
my co-host Hammer and Hank Gilbert. Uh, hey, Henry Gilbert. Yep. Oh. Hank, well, I don't know. Hank Aaron. <laughs> Hank Aaron Gilbert? <laughs> no. Uh, 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 Road Dog, Jesse Gilbert. <laughs> I like I, it. I like it. I am Chris Antista, otherwise known as C.A. Punk. Oh, nice. Yeah, C.A. Punk. <laughs> I like that. That was bad. I'm sorry. I'll get a better one next time. So, lo- welcome to the first episode of the. Cheap. Chris the Piss Antista. Oh, I like that. Rack your fucking skull. That that would not work in modern day. WWE. Are we are we explicit? We, we mm-hmm. TV PG. Come on. TV PG is piss. Okay, Frickin', I don't know. Uh, well, I did say fuck. Uh, all right. Well, this is already TVM. Okay, good. M plus explicit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, now that Linda McMahon has lost, uh, <laughs> yeah. that was one of my favorite. I, uh, right after she lost, I saw a funny tweet from uh, video game press dude Stephen Tatillo, which was. Okay, Linda, now that you've lost, can it stop being TVPG, please? Like, yeah, but I don't think that's like that's not the biggest problem with it yeah, right I, now. Yeah. It's okay right now. But anyway, what? this podcast oh. will be equal parts dedicated to the awesome past of wrestling, mm. the 80s when everyone was super heroic. That's where I'll be the most helpful. Yeah, the 90s when everyone was super vulgar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... The second half of the podcast will be dedicated to... Stone Cold DT. Oh, my God. <laughs> if, only, if only we could get him on every episode. God, I love Stone Cold DT so much. <laughs> but the second, the second half, half is, is uh, wrestling news and mm-hmm. uh, looking towards the next pay-per-view. Uh, we're, uh, at the moment, we're planning on doing a monthly. I, I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, doing it uh, once a month. Yeah, as a, as a wrestling fan, everything leads to the pay-per-view every mm-hmm. month. And that's where I think that this podcast would be best served to to, yeah. to, to work towards. Yeah, and I, I watch I watch six hours of WWE every week. Yeah, and I I don't know if I can talk about the, what happened every <laughs> week because they are turning their wheels like so slowly. Some mm. weeks that it's like, well, the guy who lost on Raw lost on SmackDown, and then he, he regained his victory on this other show, and it's just like my head's spinning, Dave. Yeah, my head's spinning. Now that we've explained. This show, we'll move to the first segment, which is Wrestle Past. And seeing as how the next pay per view, the, the the this premiere episode will debut around the time that Survivor Series 2012 occurs. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about. I apologize if it doesn't hit iTunes in time, but it will be up on Laser. <laughs> yeah. Time. And for the second segment, just pretend you didn't see the show. Right <laughs> there you now. go. Because that's where we are right now. Yeah, put your mind back to now. Yeah. There you go. Then. Yes. Then. Put, okay. Yeah, put your mind back to 7.59 on Sunday evening of Survivor Series. Yeah. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah, my, my head's there right now. Got it. But anyway. So Hulk uh, Hogan we'll, is the, king, the cock of the walk. Yes. <laughs> what about Survivor Series? Sur- well, Survivor Series is going on, I believe... 25 years at this point? I think so. It's the second oldest or third oldest? SummerSlam is second oldest. Yes. But yeah, so that would make it its third. And Royal Rumble was then the... Was the yeah, that was, was the most 90, recent of the four. 1999 or 91 Yeah, I'd say 90. It was 89, yes, because I think, I think Big John Stud was the first uh, yeah, yeah. And then, winner of the Royal Rumble. And then having the win, yeah, and then uh, like the first big win at it was the 92 Rumble uh, with Flair. Flair, and then 93 Flair. was Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. And starting from 93, wow. it was the winner of the Royal Rumble always got the title shot. But, but it was t- actually the 91 Rumble was where they set up Hogan versus 
warrior like they first fought each other was at yeah. the rumble but that was, yeah. it was just teased oh, anyway Kogan. i love i love the word <laughs> hulk hogan no he, but he says it Kulk kogan yes Kogan. but we were which is Sorry. the if, if you want to go to uh, home depot and find something to fill the cracks in your wall you want to find a nice bottle of in your mail but what about the we're, that, that's, that's for two months from now. My bad, my bad. We're talking about the Survivor Series. My bad. Which started in the late 80s. It was mm. the WWE's annual pay-per-view that aired on Thanksgiving Eve. Mm-hmm. And I have vivid memories of going to my oh, wow. aunt's house. I say aunt. Some people say aunt. Aunt. I, aunt. Yeah. I would, I would go to my aunt's house and... I say she, mom. My family's really fucked oh, up. Oh, gross. But... <laughs> yes. It was a thing that was so, like, tied to the 80s wrestling where things didn't have to be so high stakes all the time. Mm -hmm. So you could literally have a pay-per-view where it was all matches where it was five wrestlers against five wrestlers and whatever happened, happened. No titles on the line. Yeah, there was not a title on the line until Survivor Series, I want to say, 91, mm. when... Uh, Hogan fought Undertaker. Ah, uh, the Undertaker, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what was the draw then? Like it just It was teams of five strive to survive. That was okay. that was the tagline. And then they went to four for mm-hmm. for a few years. But it was it was more it so was, just about having the wrestler strike. Having dudes well no, it was about having dudes that had long term feuds just mm-hmm. yeah. make a team and then they it just be elimination matches. That yeah, was the and, whole thing. And like, you know, they would have Saturday night's main event and superstars back then and that would afford opportunities usually those shows were about the ultimate warrior would squash they iron were mike all, sharp or someone yeah, they, who was like it was vignettes interviews and squash matches yes like, that's all it was and the opportunity to have four or five of your favorite wrestlers in mm-hmm. the same match together in and having decisive victories too yeah. or not or at least pinning one another yeah like hmm. and that's still a thing that well i mean nowadays in the wwe a wrestler will get pinned one week and then be dominant the next week, and it's like not a big thing. Yeah, like the WWE. I think within the last year or two, they thought about phasing out Survivor mm-hmm. Series. I think they considered not having it either this year or last year, mm-hmm. even then, though it's one of the big four. Yeah, but it's not a part of their. It's barely a part of their pay per view anymore. Yeah, like they have one this year, and we'll get to that later on. I don't know, Chris. You might not. I don't know if you have super fond Survivor Series memories. I, I could probably I'm jog trying. one or two for you. You tell me when well, I, I definitely, step in. So let's say I've never I seen a Survivor am. Series. Well, so to me, Survivor Series is always such a brown pay-per-view. Like the coloring of it was always like browns. Yeah. Like sepia? Just autumnal colors. Yeah. And, and I remember like uh, I remember seeing like Boss Man on a team with Hogan, I think it was, against the Money Team Money or whatever. But I be, remember being, I was a Hulkamaniac, so that's when I cared the most about it. Mm-hmm. When Undertaker beat him with an illegal chair to the yeah. head, what? it made me so angry. I was like, no, Undertaker didn't beat him. <laughs> Though I do think Taker did get to uh, kick out of the leg drop, which was pretty unheard of back then. Yes. So yeah, that was Survivor Series in 91. Right. That it and happened. then I believe the year before, or the year before that... Was the one with Zeus, and that was no Zeus's ba- uh, no hold bar. Tiny Lister made his appearance 
as a Zeus to wrestle Hogan, and it was it was billed as the Hulkamania apocalypse. Like <laughs> was, that, that may have been SummerSlam. I, it I'm, may I, have been. Uh, that might have been a SummerSlam. I'm looking up right now because right. uh, Survivor's the previous year Survivor Series, Survivor Series '90, that had one of the uh, cooler ideas to ha- for Survivor Series, which is. The surviving members of the previous three or four matches uh-huh. would team together. So yeah. it, it literally ended up uh, the only people who survived on the good guys side was uh, Hulk Hogan, Tito Santana, and the Ultimate Warrior. And then mm. there were like probably eight to ten bad guys. Right. And the only the only good guy who got eliminated in the final match Tito. was Tito Santana. Obviously, of course, he's the only one who's going to do a job. And then they just and then Ultimate Warrior and Hogan just ran the gamut through the Killed bad guys. Everybody, yeah. And I mean, that's what I like about the Survivor Series personally mm-hmm. uh, is that when they do experiments, it works. I loved when they did it that year. I loved in 1995 when they had hmm. the wild card match. Mm-hmm. Which was, and I, it, it, I'm surprised it took them that long. Like this was a year, maybe a year and a half off the cusp of like the Attitude Era coming right. to fruition. This was they decided to team heels and faces, like good guys and bad guys, in the same match. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of on the cusp of not liking wrestling at that point, but that was something that was unheard of to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I, I remember uh, Psycho Sid, Sid Vicious, and Shawn Michaels being on the same team, huh. despite the fact that like Sid had taken out Shawn Michaels and, and power bombed him and, and and hurt his smile. Yeah, yeah, he hurt his smile so bad. <laughs> I all, well, it, it, Razor me, Ramon and Dean Douglas were on the same team. Dean uh, Douglas, Dean, Dean oh. not Dean. Shane, right. Shane Douglas. Dean Douglas. He hated being Dean Douglas. Oh, he hated he hated being there. And he, hated he got to be Intercontinental Champion, or was a European Champion for like Intercon- five minutes. Intercontinental yeah. Champion for yeah a minute or two, and then mm-hmm. uh, that yeah that was Triple H <laughs> wielding Triple H, Shawn the Michaels, the, the Clay. Where are the boundaries of the Intercontinental uh, Championship? Um, is outside of uh, Brazil? I think is when it, it becomes the <laughs> okay. So Hawaiians need not apply. I think ever that. since ninety seven. Like Survivor Series just turned into this weird thing where like yeah. half the time they'll just reference the Montreal incident that happened at Survivor Series. Yep. And mm-hmm. at that Survivor Series, like it was main evented by a world title match because it is a big it's it is a big four, so it should be a world title match, but it yep. also feels weird. Then the next year they do the tournament, which wasn't bad. The I deadly game. I liked the Deadly yeah. Games tournament, but then they ended with the Montreal screw job. Yeah. And I there's just something about that that it always is hovering over things like yeah. they could reference it again. I and just don't like that. And this is the fifteenth anniversary of the Montreal screw That's job. True. So What's the Montreal screw job just to catch me up. Uh yes, to catch Chris and any potential new listeners. Well, everyone's a new listener right now. But <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, the Montreal screw job happened in Survivor Series nineteen ninety seven. It was Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart had just... I know they have a notorious feud. Yes. Mm-hmm. Notorious this was the culmination of that feud. And, um, yeah, so it, it ended with Bret Hart... Or, sorry, Shawn Michaels putting Bret Hart in his signature move, the, the sharpshooter. In Bret's signature move. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the referee called for the match to end. 
When without Brett, Brett yeah. yeah, it was... Brett what, was told a different ending was coming. Yeah, he thought he would win and then lose it either the next night or... Mm-hmm. They're, they're varying... But he didn't uh, want to lose in Montreal on yeah, he to didn't, Sean yeah. Yeah, Survivors. So, yeah, this hero of Canada did not want to lose in Canada to this cocky guy that he did not like that much at the time. Mm-hmm. But he did. And it set things in, pl- in motion. It set... Uh, Vince McMahon. A lot of stuff. Yeah, actually. Vince McMahon as a villain, which drove the Attitude mm. Era. It drove, you know. It, it also just broke a wall. Like, yeah, it did yeah. Break a wall where they finally like the wall breaking was also Vince saying, "Yeah, I do own the WWE or yeah. WWF. I'm not just an announcer." You know, WWE WWF Attitude was starting around that point, mm-hmm. but this really kickstarted it. It's it it, it, it made. An establishment to rebel against, mm-hmm. it, which is exactly what Steve Austin needed. That was like the missing it, ingredient to yeah, his character. Yeah, yeah, and, and DX, it like yeah, mm-hmm. fu- everyone's fighting the system, huh. and this set up the system to be fought. That's fascinating. Yeah. so yeah, that, that it really that's is kind like, of hungover Survivor Series to me since then. Though also anytime they're in Montreal, it just hap- like they reference it, like it'll yeah. be, or sometimes it'll just happen. Like it was at Money in the Bank last year in Chicago, where Vince comes out and he teases that he's going to screw CM Punk out of yeah. a win. Then like John Cena gets distracted, preventing Vince from screwing C- CM Punk. Uh, but it's just silly. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't like as much though. This is. I am interested in what they're doing with it this year. Yeah. Well, sort of. But it, it's become less about the giant tag team match. That yeah. is like a thing they oh, have to get out of the way now. What I hear you what I hear you saying is that and this is what I love about wrestling. Uh because it's both a sport and a drama whereas athletes hang in and keep participating in the sport but there still is a scripted storyline. Uh-huh. And so are you disagreeing with the storyline or the idea of I the, don't, the athletes, the real athletes, not being re- well. Rewarded. I mean, when it comes to Survivor Series, yeah. the only real problem—well, I mean, it's a big problem—is mm-hmm. that the concept of the Survivor Series is outdated. Mm. Like you yeah. will watch, you can watch SmackDown, you can watch Raw, and they will have three-man tag matches. So there's no real so, build-up to it. So anymore. having a four-man tag match or a five-man tag match yeah. mm-hmm. is not that big, and people are are pinned on a weekly basis. Like besides yeah. John Cena. And punk, kind of punk, sometimes, and like maybe one, like Ryback, like one or two other mm-hmm. guys. Everyone is pinned on at least a monthly basis, or it doesn't matter if you got pinned in a tag match. Mm-hmm. Whatever it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And even Rand, like Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler, these guys, yeah, yeah. And, all the time. But I mean, Randy Orton's because he's yes. he's he's got two strikes on his uh, three strikes th- of. Uh, oh, here's steroids. one other problem I have with, with Survivor Series Two is that, especially the way they've been programming WWE at least since the Attitude Era, yeah. is that you have Royal Rumble, the Road to WrestleMania, yeah. Then you have kind of a dead zone that then peaks at SummerSlam yeah. with another big uh, feud blow off. And then you're in this lame duck area of six months until the road to WrestleMania starts again. That yeah. like, you just have a champ who doesn't really matter who's champ, and that's mm-hmm. when 
that's when you end up with like the six month reigns of Edge, or which I I liked, but you I know. mean it led to uh, well, it was a little bit after Survivor's last year, but Daniel Bryan's title reign. That yeah, was, it yeah. went from I think TLC last year to to, to well, and like that's when they put CM Punk back on top again, yep. and and uh, half removed John Cena from the world title picture, but also made him the still main eventing yeah. and. Yeah, it's just stuff like that. It's also, I always noticed, that's when Undertaker is a loser. Like, yeah. <laughs> Undertaker gets beat to crap during Survivor Series. He's Bizarro Undertaker. Yeah. And then he comes back in March and everybody's like, oh my God, it's the Undertaker. Like, yeah. we just saw the Undertaker get murdered by this guy. And, and there's always something, there's some storyline point where Jim Roscoe's like, I've never seen anybody beat the Undertaker this bad. Like... Yes, you have. You've seen him go through dozens of tables. You saw Stone Cold bury him alive to get a shot at the Royal Rumble. Uh, I think added that uh, yeah. no, that was not a Survivor Series. Yeah, post-post. I think it. Someone's undefeated at Survivor Series. It might be John it is Cena. John Cena. John, John Cena is, Cena is undefe- undefeated. He's actually never. He's been on winning teams in Survivor Series matches, but he's also never been pinned at Survivor Series. That's, so. that's commendable because. You can you can lose a Survivor Series match and still win technically. Yeah, as long as your wins. team wins, that can count too. So that that's pretty he impressive. Must have a great and I, agent. Yeah. So I'm curious if he's going to retain at this. Uh, well, well, you yeah. if he wins the title, yeah. I really hope not because the storyline doesn't need to. We'll get to, to that in the yeah. second segment. But I like I think that they just need to find a hook for these matches, and I think it goes back all the way to Survivor Series 1990. I think right now they're doing a they're doing a team of five, which uh-huh. doesn't work with uh, team any Foley versus Team, team Ziggler. Yeah. yeah, which doesn't even make sense because it was Foley yes. against Punk for, from the beginning. But I think if they went to a four versus four format, which is still somewhat like it's an innovative concept, it's not something you see on television every week. Yeah, if they did four versus four. And then the winning team has to fight each other, and then the winner of that gets a, a title shot. There's at least some stakes to that match. Yeah, yeah. And that's the problem with Survivor Series matches is that there's no stakes. Like, uh-huh. big deal, you pin somebody in a Survivor Series match. It's like eliminating someone in the Royal Rumble. It will give you a little bit of like a storyline push for a couple weeks, mm. but it's not a big push. Yeah. It's not a big storyline thing. And I think, you know... Winning the Royal Rumble and getting the shot at WrestleMania. That matters. That's big. And I thought when they made King of the Ring about getting a title shot at SummerSlam, that was important. But oh, there's, 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 no, re- there, there's no stakes in a, in a Survivor I Series I think match. the last time Survivor Series mattered was when it was the blow-off of WCW versus yes, WWE. Yeah. Or no, it was F then. Yeah, it was... And they, yeah, that match, that match really it wasn't bought. a great match. Yeah, because well, that is a whole other can of worms. But because it was about McMahon's, not yes. the guys involved. And I think the, though it like it should a, a match ending with Stone Cold versus The Rock should really matter. And, and the fact that it's Stone Cold versus The Rock, WCW versus WWE, yeah, that had no like no, they were both. Firmly, WWE yeah. just made Stone and, Cold a temporary villain to represent WCW, and that's because Vince had no faith in any actual WCW star, or at least the ones he hired. He yeah. could have, if he had hired Goldberg, and it had ended with Goldberg versus The Rock, then yeah. 
Like instead they, yeah, that, that's that's a lot of other complaints. And that that yeah. Also for Survivor Series, one last thing you got to talk about is the gobbledygooker. Remember yes. that when I was Excuse a kid, me. when I saw I I didn't see <laughs> I very rarely saw them live. Yeah. They happened to me live when I watched them on VHS. But so in the weeks leading up to Survivor Series on the free TV, they're like. Mm-hmm. This is what's this weird giant egg? This is strange. What the? What is this thing? Oh, I did. And they had a giant egg, and then uh, it it was there at Survivor Series. Lady Gaga. And then the (laughs) egg, the egg hatches, and it's a dude in a terrible turkey costume who then dances with. I think it was Gene Okerlund. Yeah, he dances with Gene Okerlund to Turkey in the Straw. But yeah. <laughs> it's just—it's awful. And yeah. it's famously one of the most awful things. I ever. mean, the, the Survivor Series is home to some famous debuts, yeah. and I think it may have been the same year where uh, the Undertaker debuted. He under—he did debut at huh. Survivor Series. What, the Rock. Year? What? What year? I think it was 1990 that oh, both yeah. of those happened. 90? I was at last year's Survivor Series, and The Rock was talking about how he had premiered at the previous year at Survivor Series oh, in yeah. his career. It was it was super cheesy. It was a uh, 96, I believe. He was, he was a sole survivor. He had like tassels on his arm. He was just like super fan favorite. Like oh, mm-hmm. I love wrestling. I'm yeah. I'm and Rocky Maivia. Not Maya too Villa. long after that, it was Rocky sucks. Yes. Rocky sucks. How how could you like yeah. Debuting such like a like a bland, I'm so into this guy. Around the time that the Attitude Era was starting, yeah, it was so counter to the Attitude Era. Like, yeah, it was crazy. They thought that would get over. Yeah, but then he got uh, to be in the Nation of Domination and steal it from Farouk yeah. and then leave it behind and not even care. <laughs> yep, another yeah, another times. favorite debut of mine for uh, for Survivor Series. I'm sure we'll play it during one of the breaks. But uh, mm-hmm. Dwayne Gill. Oh, the the, the soon to be Gilbert. Yes, he I debuted see. at yeah Survivor Series in 1998. Ah. The, uh, he was mankind's first opponent in the <laughs> Deadly Games tournament. For oh the, wow, uh, that's but, I remember that. I remember that. that yeah, and, and that that was like that could be something they. I mean, well, obviously mm-hmm. it was kind of a ripoff of uh, King of the Ring, but that yeah. I, I liked that they had something in mind that year. They didn't yeah. have that was probably. I believe that was the first year that they didn't do a four-on-four or a five-on-five tag team match. Pay-per-view tournaments are tough because, like, it's famous. The WrestleMania four is the worst WrestleMania ever, just because it's so unwatchable. (laughs) It's the matches take forever. There's so many. There's so many disqualifications (laughs) that don't even matter. And the Hogan Andre match is awful. That was anticlimactic. And also, then to watch it. And then to watch it now, and you see at the end, like, Hogan totally had to do his best to steal the spotlight from yep. Macho Man. And instead of letting Macho Man just win on his own, Hogan had to cheat. So he's like, I'm here when he gets the title. <laughs> this other guy might get to be title holder, but I was here, guys. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, well, what is the worst WrestleMania, then, if not that one? Like, No, you're, yeah. that, that, I that. Will, Okay, 15, if it wasn't for the awesome Rock Stone Cold match that closes it, yeah. I would say it's pretty bad. Yeah. It had... Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Boss Man in the Boss Man Hell in Cell match. on the WrestleMania episode. Jeez. The worst. So bad. It, it should have killed Hell in the Cell, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, well, we've both... The three of us have survived <laughs> that segment. 
Uh, we will uh, take a break and then come back with uh, a look ahead to Survivor Series 2012. Got two words for you. Plug it. This is Dave. This is bumper segment where I will plug a few things. Of course, this this show is brought to you by the Laser Time Network. There's Laser Time, plenty of awesome pop culture stuff. There's a few wrestling episodes in the archives. Uh, definitely worth uh, listening to. It's uh, where I started to indulge my geeky wrestling part of my soul and it definitely uh helped this show spring forth if you want to support that entire network uh laser time cape crisis an awesome comic book podcast that has got me back into reading the walking dead and various other uh comic book illustrated novels and the like there's vg empire great video game music podcast you can support all those by listening to those and uh subscribing to them on itunes you can go to lasertimepodcast.com you can go to cheappopcast.com and find the amazon link click on that and buy anything literally anything you need ring gear if you're a indie wrestler and you're listening to this bless you and I'm sorry I probably made some mistakes during the podcast, but bless you for listening nonetheless. Buy a ring gear through us. <laughs> buy wrestling DVDs through us. You can buy t-shirts. You can donate. There are so many options to support Laser Time Network, and I recommend that you do. And thank you for listening to this premiere episode of the Cheap Podcast. Making a hot tag back in Hell to man. the cheap podcast. <laughs> this is the second segment. Uh, this is pay per preview uh, <laughs> with, oh, with a little good. with a little garnish of news. Mm-hmm. You know, for now this this podcast will lead into the monthly pay per view. In this mm-hmm. case, being Survivor Series, but we've also got a few little news bits to catch up on. Can, uh, can I ask a question though? Sure. Uh, I, I yes I. But I was totally into wrestling back when I was a kid. Yeah. Did you? Were you able to convince your parents to buy pay per views? At the time, they, um, they were they were not me. No, I begged, begged for WrestleMania six, but yeah. they wouldn't let me. They did. We had to like find they, a, like one guy who became the most popular kid in yeah in school. I basically just had to watch the results on their free TV show. Yeah, I yeah. When I was a kid, uh, we would have uh, instances where. A group of four or five of us mm-hmm. would be like, it's someone's birthday in a couple weeks, or mm-hmm. someone's birthday just happened. Let's have a birthday party. 
that's centered around watch, watching this yes. wrestling pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a while, I had ways of seeing the shows as they happened. Uh-huh. But that time is long past. And you now had a, You had a broken cable box, didn't you? Uh, you can admit to it. Uh, Comcast isn't even a company anymore. They were taken over by Xfinity, if okay. I'm not mistaken. I will yeah. say, during that time, I still provided money to the wrestling organizations that sure. I enjoyed. I definitely through... had that chip in my box, so that was. Yeah. I missed those days. But I, I, I would still buy. I would buy T-shirts. I would buy. I would buy. No, that was, really great. But that was the only way wrestling I, events. I ever saw wrestling. Please don't get me sued, Chris. Live, it's so over. Yeah, it, it's it was a long time ago. Is is my my buddy had the capabilities to put a chip inside my cable box once? I yeah, and then I, I even remember trying to like everybody has that cliche joke about trying to watch porn scramble I, yeah. in Cinemax, but I remember it was easier to make out wrestling because there's not a lot of the images <laughs> are still very clear. There's yeah. a ring and two. There's guys. no penetration. Just yes, like I, Cinemax. I'm not yeah. looking for a nipple. Yes. I'm, I'm looking for a pin. You can kind of make that out. I, I remember that very distinctly. Sorry, I just wanted to add. Because like, you were talking about going to your aunt's. You're watching pay-per-views. Your, your well, yeah, Survivor Series. Because that was the thing. It was the night before Thanksgiving. Um, and then the next day was Thanksgiving dinner. But, yeah, the, they don't do that anymore. It's now every, well, not every Sunday. But mm-hmm. every pay-per-view is on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Every WWE, every TNA, every... When WCW was around, every one of their pay-per-views was on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's a tradition. I think it's because, isn't it, uh, like, uh, boxing and UFC, those are Saturdays. Those are Saturdays, Friday, yeah. Saturday night fights. And this is the first time in recent memory, for me at least, that they have a, a UFC pay-per-view the night before a WWE Ooh. pay-per-view. They usually... Stagger, they, yeah. They'll stagger them to make them at least a week apart. Because they know they share similar fan bases. Yeah. And you put them too close together, people are going to have to choose. Yeah. You're talking and, about a big gay slumber party, right? Yes. <laughs> Two days long. Yeah. I, can't, I can't have a slumber party like that the entire weekend long. I, just, I, I can have one night. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's worth noting that the UFC pay-per-view, well, actually, probably not worth noting but because by the time this goes up, it will probably have already happened, but... The UFC pay-per-view the day before Survivor Series is on sale, at least on Xbox. Huh. It ah. was on sale, like twenty, I think twenty or thirty percent off. So really? instead of sixty bucks, it's forty bucks. That's huh. pretty. Which good. is, I feel like, counter-programming Survivor Series. That this makes year. yeah. Though WWE should just have a channel on Xbox Live. Like I don't yeah, know why. It, I, I mean. There's all there's the WWE channel itself that they're trying to yeah. start on cable, which is like Man. good job, guys. Too Let little, it go. too late. Let it go. But uh, moving on to something newsy. Yes. Uh, this is probably it may be it is more than a month old, what? but it's somewhat recent, and I think it, for me it's definitely mm-hmm. reinvigorated my fandom of WWE is that they have started to really earnestly become a partner with Hulu. Hmm. No, it's it's what, day after? Day after. No commercial. Well, the Hulu commercials. Her Hulu commercials, no commercials provided by Lee from Walking Dead, <laughs> which always helps. Yeah, every, every one of the WWE's yeah. uh, main programming is on Hulu, usually the day after. And it gets top placement. It does. And, I mean, with... with Raw, mm-hmm. it's a little bit unfortunate because 
it has the SmackDown effect where it's edited for television. Mm-hmm. So any like big botches are taken out. They will take oh. it. It, it, it they does come out to an hour and a half on Hulu, or so it says in the yeah. little time stamp. And this is something that airs for three hours yeah. on cable television. Wow, so it's, that is a lot. So mm. it's probably, yeah, they're probably cutting half hour to 45 minutes worth of, huh. of programming. And, like, usually it's like, oh, all right, we'll cut out the Divas match. We'll cut <laughs> out, like, this set. They will... Ryback messing up something. Oh, yeah. Like, Ryback <laughs> blowing his uh, spot against uh, Tensai. Yeah, he was supposed to put him in a shell shock. Uh, like I, the problem is his finisher. Yeah, that yeah, he's given a strong guy finisher, but he's not, not strong enough. Sometimes he was he did that on SmackDown before right. Raw, and that's the thing. I think like SmackDown is a test bed. Like you can try it on this show that we tape every week, mm-hmm. almost you know fifty weeks out of fifty two during the year, and they'll have like one or two live SmackDowns. Mm-hmm. They did it on SmackDown. He he was able to do it. Mm. They taped it and then they showed it and then they wanted to redo it again on Raw because apparently there's a different audience there. Uh, I, well, yeah, well, I, I just, really don't believe that there's a different well, audience. Well, Tensai between. is just a loser. Anyway, yeah, though. and some people say like Tensai, who was formerly Prince Albert, like he kind of sandbagged it. Like, mm. like as much as well, he knows Ryback is kind of stole his. Spot like well not really because Tensai just failed the moment he appeared. Yeah, like oh this is the guy who had a ton of chest hair. Now he's yeah. this Japanese strong man. Yeah, which is I mean he did go to Japan and that's where he was very successful. But yeah. and that's why he like Prince Albert left. He was a ridiculous character of the Attitude Era that was I think giving last like he was. Put on a team with the Canadian diva that uh, Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus. She was on TNA with <laughs> Trish Stratus. Yeah, and then Trish totally upstaged them, and then he just went nowhere. Like yeah, and he was just a ridiculous character. Like he would forcibly pierce people. Sometimes that was his old one. His Prince yeah. Albert. He's also the A Train, okay. and he was a member of Right to Censor. And then he goes to Japan and comes back. And I also didn't like his old. His Japanese manservant thing was just so. Yes. It was so. It was a century oh, ago. Yeah. Well, they still have manservants. Ricardo Rodriguez. Yeah, but like, that's uh, manservants that's, are. I think they will always be a part of WWE because they will rise up, a la mm-hmm. Virgil. Well, they yeah. You, uh, fans sometimes want to see when those guys like finally fight back yeah. and and like when it happens with Eugene or even Rico from the from yeah. Ch- Billy and Chuck yeah. like even though at first they d- people didn't like Rico because he seemed to be the gay influence over these two guys yeah. but then when Rico got to be his own man like they started to like him is there is there an Same out with Santino um the dead one Chris uh, Canyon. Chris Canyon. Uh, he came what? out of the closet. No. Chris Canyon. He was friends with Benoit. Orlando Jordan? He's yeah, openly he, bisexual. Yeah, but he's not in WWE anymore. Yeah. I don't even know if he's in TNA anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, there was this char- there's a character, this uh, wrestler Orlando Jordan, who yes. was just a very good like physical wrestler, but mm. he wanted to, in his real life, he oh, says he's openly bisexual in both yeah. men and women, doesn't care. And he wanted to make that part of his character. That was too hot for WWE. Yeah. He goes to TNA. They let him do it basically for three weeks. And then he just became <laughs> another loser. Yeah. Oh. Really. And let me, uh, ten minutes into the second segment, explain that 
I want to watch more non WWE programming, mm-hmm. but you know, six hours a week is enough for there. I I, I will try to watch more watch TNA for you guys for six hours. A I will week. try to watch more indie feds the for you guys. The problem with TNA is that it's it uh, from the outside looks like WCW losers who yes. were who were elderly in the late nineties. Yeah. Particularly Hogan, I'd never want to see Hogan on yeah. TV ever again. Well, he just had a fa- they have a faction, Aces and Eights. Mm-hmm. Like I- I've been keeping some a little bit of track. They've had like this sort of NWO ish faction that mm. would interfere with matches wearing masks. And the two mm. people that have been revealed so far were Bubba Ray Dudley. No, not Bubba. I'm sorry, Devon Dudley. Yeah, the lesser Dudley, and. Luke Gallows, who was uh, one of like the also rans in uh, CM Punk's Straight Edge Society in WWE. Yeah. So it's like these two guys that were tag the, who, team, like yeah. the weaker members of teams. The, the guys that you would cheer when they tagged out yes. to the guys you wanted to see in the matches. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's why no TNA right now. Also, I was a huge fan of Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, and. It seemed like they were taken to the next level, and then they got pulled back down another level again. Well, you got to get uh, Double J and I know. Jeff Hardy and all this Jeff, guys. Yeah, Samoa Joe got to be world champ. AJ got to be world champ, but then they just got taken back again. Yeah. And they should have stayed, and now they're back in the X Division. Like, no, they yeah. they got out of the X Division. That's like one of those sad things where you see dudes like, well, Jericho's one of the few that made it work. Once you're the world champ in, in WWE, you should never be intercontinental champ again. Uh, I, in my opinion, that's that is a step backwards for you. I didn't mind you, it for the Miz. You can even compete for the intercontinental championship, I'd say. But if you win it, you sh- that's okay. I will say with the Miz, he was such an illegitimate world champ. Like they yeah. they made him a mega joke. Like. Him yeah. being IC champ. Same with like Rey Mysterio. They had no faith in Rey. Rey only got to be world champ because Eddie Guerrero died. And so in those cases, it makes sense for yeah. them to be IC champ. But they only do that with littler guys. What about like someone like, well, the current tag team champions, Daniel Bryan and Kane, both mm-hmm. former champions. I would see it as an insult for a Daniel I, Bryan yeah. because that would just be them saying, you're too small. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, with Kane, Kane never should have ever. He's not Intercontinental Championship material. He's yeah. he's a challenger to the world title yeah. always. I mean, I guess the the tag team championship is not a significant downgrade from world yeah. champion because you there have been plenty of instances where the world champion also won the t- the tag team champion. Yeah, well, the I feel like they did it once a year where like WWE or F would have. The world yeah. champion and his arch rival exactly, be forced yes. to be a tag team. They did it with Benoit Angle. They did it with Sean, Steve, Austin. They did it with Triple H yeah. and uh, several people. I think yeah. like that's why like Stone Cold is like a multi-time tag team champion. Yep, I think this all tied back to Hulu? WWE being on Hulu. I, I yeah, I mean even though it has increased my uh, WWE viewership from two hours per week. Or no, it was three hours per week when they they would show SmackDown and and Superstars in full on YouTube. And besides that, they would have clips that I would just have nothing to do with. Now they've got SmackDown, Superstars, Raw, the main event, which is a a new show uh, that's on Ion Television. 
which was formerly PAX. Yeah. Yes. The Christian so uh, cable weird. channel. Yeah, not, yeah, not, the, Little not the video the game convention. No, 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 not the Penny Arcade. So odd. So but odd. I, I, it's a little bit like a distance from the other shows. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they'll try to tie the storylines in. Mm-hmm. But I, I, the thing I really like about that show is that they will always incorporate these video packages for whoever's in hmm. the main event. So like the Olympics, like uh, he's been training for exactly months, I, I, four a.m. every day. Except they will, they will recap this this one superstar's entire career. Oh. so like they had Kofi Kingston versus The Miz a few weeks ago. Not a match I would be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> but you can make it seem more important by adding some context. Yeah, to like Kofi Kingston, he well, he didn't actually grow up in Jamaica, but like he grew up <laughs> loving wrestling. And the Miz, he was this guy who was on reality TV shows, and then he like he joined the WWE, and he was not given a fair shot because people hated that he was this reality TV mm-hmm. guy, and he fought against it, and he prevailed. And like putting those little things. In these main event matches, it means so much more than these stupid backstage segments they have during Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> I watched uh, I watched this biography, the this biography, the the, the biography special of uh, Bobby Heenan on yeah. on Netflix, and it really made me like miss the old days of WWF television, which were just. This is a fake talk show. This is like Gorilla and Bobby introducing matches and hosting a thing and and having like just regular TV shows. It's yeah. not always just ringside announcers and backstage sasses. Yeah. You know, it's just, so there's a more Piper's Pit. Uh, yeah. Well, Piper's Pit happened during shows though. Like these were like they had basically the Tonight Show, but hosted by Bobby Heenan, where fat ladies I never would come in. Really thought about, it, but like even Gene Okerlund, like what is what is the equivalent stand in front of to talk to people mm-hmm. to interview wrestlers before and after segments? That for, for current current WWE, yeah, Matt Striker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a thing going on right now where he's getting com- consistently beat down by. Mm. Someone will lose a match, and then mm-hmm. Matt Stryker, who was a former wrestler, who is like and being, a teacher, I think. It was yeah, his yes. thing. yeah, yeah, that was his uh, initial gimmick. But yeah, he'll come out and he'll interview someone after they lose a match, and because he's big but not quite big enough to be a WWE mm-hmm. superstar, they'll beat the hell out of him after a match. <laughs> so that's what's been happening with but him. But it's, it's still like a sketch. It's not like a recap of like yeah, like two people talking shit or continuing a feud. Yeah, not really. But I like what I love about the main event is that they utilize the WWE's ability mm. to make amazing like hype clips. Yeah, package like prepackaged that sounds bad prepackaged entertainment or like have a reel together. Yeah. And I, I think it's I mean, great. Yeah, like the USC does it all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously NFL like sports uh, like HBO mm-hmm. boxing. There's an entire show devoted around people training for a match. Yes. And it's some of the most well-produced. But, like, WWE, like, literally, the start of every Raw, they will mm. have a recap of the last Raw mm. that is immaculately hmm. produced. In, like, in a way that will get me hyped up for something that I hated <laughs> six days ago. Something, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who they have there, like, producing. Damon Lindelof. Probably. No, they have some of the best uh, editors around. Yeah, it's true. But they always have. Like they knew that those video packages are what sell their shows. Like I I love how before a pay per view starts, it's the video package of every feud. I can't believe how many people they must 
employ every time I see wrestling nowadays. And then all these what old stars circus, are, man. but then there's like all these other stars around who don't wrestle, don't enter the ring, and are paid full time to just stand around the stage and speak occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. And travel from town to town doing yeah. it. I just, I like, how much money does this thing make? I mean, the fact that they're filling arenas every week. And, no, I, uh, I get it. I get and it. And earning just... advertisement on all these cable programs. But yeah, they're, I, I like that this Hulu, this Hulu deal like mm-hmm. allows them to have these other programs. It's pretty crazy. I, I like one of my favorite new things is WWE NXT, which but, is their developmental league. And it is, it is almost the inverse of like a, uh, of a Raw or SmackDown, mm-hmm. where it's let's say thirty percent in ring stuff mm-hmm. and then seventy percent hype and huh. and interviews and drama. And is that- they they inverse it. It's like it's so low budget that they can afford to like have wrestling matches, mm-hmm. and then they'll have very minimal theatrical elements. So like not pyrotechnics in the ring, but like pre-produced segments. Does that make does that devalue what happens in the ring or is the the stuff in not the- really, well it's developmental. So these guys are not like it doesn't matter if uh Ricky Steamboat's kid wins or loses this week yeah. or Cassius Ono or like these other guys that are it's like about the art man. It is. These well these guys will they will send WWE superstars to like the tapings. I think they do like months worth at a time so like one week you'll see cm punk show up and he'll like face off against the nxt champion one week you'll see god somebody like heath slater like someone who's not a big guy but just like appearing yeah appearing for one week and he'll fight in one match and usually he'll win but sometimes he'll lose if it's a guy who's not big enough Mm. sometimes it's a little bit predictable but it, it it is a little bit different than what you see on. Well, on I like Smackdown that they give people a chance to grow there. Like they need they they because these guys aren't going to be on Raw except to lose. Like yeah, and that's the kind of stuff. I was just thinking about this because Colt Commando was on yeah. the WTF, WTF podcast mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. and uh, he was talking about how he just kind of got screwed over by like really bad. Yeah. By Vince, uh, well, not Vince, but he he doesn't call those shots anymore. But he's he's above that. But by that he got just kind of screwed as a developmental wrestler that he just got to appear once on a show, yep. lose, and then basically just be a loser for a few months and then and then just fired. And so I would hope that like if if he had come up now like with all this extra TV to be yeah. on, he could have had a better shot. Yeah, I, I like. I, I did shrug off a cable channel devoted to it, but knowing knowing the rights of all this and that uh, TV show stuff as the way I do, there is no other show with that capability. If you're on, remember Comedy Central pulled all that stuff off Hulu. If you're on Comedy Central, yeah, yeah. you're pulled off Hulu. Huh. WWE owns to is owned by no channel. Yes, it can appear independent wherever it wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it owns it owns its own catalog. It's, that's why dude, that's should, very very rare though. Very rare. That's yeah. why it needs its own channel because they just own so much footage. They could they can fill that channel yeah. all day long. They like, are at the point where they could yeah they could be a Hulu. They could be a, mm-hmm. a Netflix where it's like like six seven dollars a month. You can watch every pay per view that ever happened. You can watch 
every DVD they've put. Well, not every DVD did, put that they, no, they put out. Every TV, every episode of Raw, every episode of SmackDown, uh, all this stuff. I, this I would, I would gladly pay that much. I, I mean, they obviously have an idea with uh, the WWE channel that mm-hmm. like. Oh, this is a thing we can tie into people buying pay-per-views every month. Let's tie that into because that's obviously a whole different kind of words. That's mm-hmm. fifty bucks a month to watch three hours of something new. It really adds up in a year, Dave. I got to tell you, <laughs> that's my Six Flags budget. I don't. Yeah, but I mean, I, I know I would definitely be willing to pay for their back catalog mm-hmm. in some kind of tv viewable format right. like I, I i know i can watch a lot of old smackdowns and a lot of old raws on hulu right now but I, not not for not far back enough for me to like be willing to pay for it i, on po- I, po- I hate poo-pooing it when you say that when you said it earlier because it was brought up a couple months ago by fox at like a 24-hour simpsons cable network yeah. and like that's stu- that's great the way i watch i when i want to watch something now yeah i buy it on demand uh, I watch it on Netflix. I watch it on Hulu. When I want to just turn the TV on, mm-hmm. dude, a channel running various <laughs> WWE things from all throughout time, either documentaries or uncut matches, I could disappear into that shit for hours. I would never be able to go out of my way uh, out of my way to select exactly what I wanted. Okay, but if it see, was that's just... where you and I differ. Because if I was watching it and it was something from an era where I was just like weren't born out, out to lunch and i was just like yeah if it was pre no, it, if it was pre-1985 if like, it was like 2005 2009 yeah then i'm no deal. but i've had i've had the opportunity to watch voltron and buy the dvds for years yeah and i very rarely even turn on my cable and then i discover a korean channel running uncut voltrons uh and, and i just disappeared into it over the weekend because all i wanted to do was sit on my couch and watch TV, and by TV, I mean anything on TV that I don't hate. Yeah. I mean, the thing is that the WWE audience is maybe, in some cases, they're behind the times. They mm-hmm. like they are the types that are still clinging to cable, whereas I will never go back to cable. Mm. Yeah, I will, you just can't. I will it's... buy some sort of WWE streaming service if they offer it at a it's decent just... price. If they offer me the... The run of anything, like I can, I can search by superstar. I can, I can search by pay per view event, and the, you it's know, just that like I don't want to pick what I want to watch, but I'm still picky. Yeah, I, I don't want to watch Jersey Shore for nine straight hours, but I still want to kind of just veg out. See, that's and where the you programming. Like I want to be surprised. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to throw. I, I like Jersey. I like I watching too. Jersey Shore. I didn't mean to throw it under the bus. It's, it's my. They're my people. Yeah. Uh, that's what I escaped. Uh, I think they're dis- I think they're despicable monsters. That yeah, you, never you saw her at. Uh, did you see Snooki at last year's WrestleMania? Did I? No, she I didn't. She won. She won. She yeah, did. she she. Celebrities with, uh, don't lose when they go to me. Yeah, you know? like anybody who thought Donald Trump was going to shave his head it was a crazy person. Yeah. But, uh, though I got to give it to Vince for actually getting his head shaved. Like he went full on. Yes. I think that was also you can see that matches the death of the Vince character because. He's come back and he's been Vince-ish, yeah. but he hasn't been the huge Vince McMahon <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, now he's the face against CM Punk, the villain. Uh, well, I just hate that he shows up every once in a while. Like as as has been in the news lately, he just shows up. He's like the the ratings are getting low. They need yeah. a taste of McMahon. Yeah, and he just shows up, and so 
What's happening at the next pay per view? Do you do you want to talk about that? Yes, yeah, so let, let's yeah. let's move along to uh, the next pay per view, so, Survivor Series yeah. 2012. So the yeah, what they yeah. we're going to have CM Punk in a match in the Survivor Series match. Yeah, it was Team Punk against Team Foley with no title on the line, and then Vince like in a kind of kayfabe but also yeah. very real moment on on Raw, just goes. That's stupid that he's not defending his belt. He's yeah. he's going to defend his belt in a three-way match against Ryback and Cena. Yeah. Like, I mean, the thing is, with this year's Survivor Series in particular, it was slated to take place three weeks after their previous pay-per-view, which is a shorter-than-usual time period. Time, but, yeah. yeah. So, literally, the night after the last pay-per-view... They set up the Team Punk versus Team Foley. Mick Foley set up a team of his own, and his team captain was Ryback. So that was the opportunity for... uh, Ryback to get his win back. Yeah, so Ryback lost last month... Uh, oh, Ryback got his win back. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't. R- Ryback is Ryback is the modern Goldberg. day Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Just, just so you know. Goldberg. Yeah, so he lost at Hell in a Cell for the f- technically the first time, even though he was Skip Sheffield. He was like this yes. other guy. We know who he yeah, was. He was. He was on NXT, the like the older version that was not as fun. But he lost last month uh, in the main event of Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Again, CM Punk. CM Punk, because of this uh, biased referee, Brad Maddox, who just lost last week to to Ryback. But now, so this, CM Punk, I wanted, I want CM Punk to win just so he can have the full year. Yeah, he can be. But if he he the, has to win a Survivor Series to get the full year yeah. to be a champion for an entire year. Yeah, he won last year at Survivor Series. The I first was get there. The title. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's he just passed uh, Kevin Nash. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Yeah. He, who won the title right after uh, Survivor Series 94 and then lost it at Survivor Series 95. Uh. I remember that. Yeah, he lost to Bret Hart and didn't but, see it coming. And I just, oh, but uh, he didn't he beat Bob Backlund He beat Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund, Bob Backlund a, beat Hart for it. At Survivor Series 94, which was a great match. Yeah. It, it was, was basically... I quit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a... It was a throw in the towel match yeah that's right so owen hart was supposed to he was bob backland's corner guy he, uh, he did not want to throw in the 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 towel but he convinced uh because davy boy smith who was uh bret hart's corner man he convinced because davy boy smith got knocked out uh, and he basically ran into a turnbuckle but got knocked out for like 20 minutes which is super unrealistic to that's happen. a lot well for Davy yeah. Smith especially so he basically goaded uh Bret Hart's parents his well own Hart's parents too to throw in the towel for Bret Hart because he was stuck in the crossface chicken wing uh-huh. for like 15 minutes or so and i just love that it was about this this guy manipulating his parents <laughs> yeah. Into throwing uh, in the towel for his brother. Owen had so many great moments like that. Yes. I love those. So the the pay-per-view has obviously changed somewhat. There's the triple threat match with uh, Punk and Ryback and Cena. Uh-huh. And I feel like they would not change the title in a situation like this. And I, also, yeah, the stakes are too... The stakes are just so... Seem to be so stacked against Punk that that's exactly why he would win. Yeah. Like, WWF or E loves to do that. Where like 
Nah, the heel definitely is going to lose this time. Look, he's got these two monsters against him. That's why he will win. Yeah. Though it would be weird if he pinned Cena again. Like, Cena has been... Yeah. I gotta give I gotta give it to WWE to have the guts to make Cena a loser for so much of this year. Not not a loser, but definitely getting tricked and yeah. defeated, like not he's coming out on top. Primarily because he's out filming movies. Well uh, Isn't it? No, I mean he fought he he feuded with JBL or not not not, not JBL, the uh Laurinaitis. Oh, yeah. Laurinaitis. Oh, he yeah. feuded oh, with him a ton. That was the worst. And then uh Ugh. And then him versus Big Show, yeah. Which I also just hate. Big Show's now now the world champ. He has the big gold yeah. belt. I mean, I, I, and I, I well, okay. First off, I do not accept that he has a big punch. That's his finisher. It never looks super ter- effective. No. And the WMD is awful, and I think he just started using it because he got too lazy to choke slam yeah. people. I, I mean, I, I don't entirely disagree. Or old. But I like Maybe that riddled with gigantic. <laughs> Perhaps yes. I, I've I've liked his matches with Sheamus because it's real, really just about like I mean it's more with Sheamus about like Sheamus will like throw his like foot into somebody's face super hard. Yeah, and, and you know uh, Big Show will will do his best, and you know Sheamus he's done some pretty amazing things. He like. Yeah, he's done this crazy kick into this seven foot guy's face. He will pick him up and do the uh, the white noise, which is this move where he literally holds the guy on his back. And with the Big Show, it's a pretty impressive feat. He's basically he's, holding a, a giant seven foot man. He's provided light in caves with the color of his skin. Yes. <laughs> what else is on there? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. There's the triple threat match, which I'm worried will end the same way as as, as Survivor Series, where. CM, or, uh, where Cena will be laid out for just enough time for CM Punk to get a cheap pin and yeah. run away. I hope they don't do that. I hope they figure out something else. Well, if something... they do that, you should be a writer on the show. Yeah. Well, though, also, AJ could just screw Cena, too. Yeah. Like, that could happen. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll have that stupid affair storyline. What a bad uh, yeah. story. And we've talked enough about that part. But there's also the Survivor Series tradition, the five-on-five match. Right. So now it's Team Foley versus Team Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler. I love Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. So he needs to divorce from Vicky. He's, yeah, he's well, too big for Vicky now. I think, yeah, they they started the, the path to that. She's the general manager. I thought they were starting uh, the path uh, to that when she hired Je- – when she – Signed on Jack Swagger, and they didn't do that then. Yeah, but now that she's like the Raw... Which I also hate. I hated her in charge of SmackDown, and this just feels like a repeat of that with her in charge of Raw. Like... They didn't have the balls to stick with AJ as the as the GM. Yeah, like, they should have like, given her at least three months. Like, well, yeah, they'll they'll give her until the end of this angle with Cena, and then they'll give her something else. Maybe she'll be another kind of head of making rules, or she'll be the Divas champion, whatever. But yeah, so this year it's uh, Team Ziggler, which is Dolph Ziggler, the the team captain, the Rhodes uh, Scholars. Scholars, Damian Sandow, and Cody Rhodes. Alberto Del Rio and uh, Wade Barrett, and they will be facing off against Team Foley, which is Kofi Kingston, Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan, yeah. and Kane, uh, Randy Orton, and The Miz. That's and that is actually what got me into this match because if anything, it will provide 
uh, an avenue for the Miz to become more of a face character. Which, Maybe. And I, I liked one of my favorite parts of the uh, the go home show before the pay per view. The the last episode of Raw before the pay per view was the like planting the seeds of the Miz becoming a fan favorite. And that would he's, be pretty he's, weird. Yeah, he's becoming the third wheel in the Team Hell, Hell No relationship, which is one of my favorite things that's been going on in the yeah, last few months. It annoyed me at first because like, they're, they're shoving Brian out of the world title scenario for this comedy thing, but yeah. it, it, he's, I he, like Yeah, he's been like more of a centerpiece. He's been more of an entertaining character as a part of this tag team. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's not something that I've ever seen a tag team do. Like the WWE tag team landscape before they became tag team champions was super dire. And yeah. it's and it's made a complete 180. Hmm. Like there are three or four different contenders for the title that like I enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. There's secondary feuds in the tag team division that are entertaining, which I can't remember the last time that was a. That's was, never been. Yeah, that hasn't been true for a very long time. Maybe when it was like the Dudleys well, and the Hardys. And well, the, I was gonna say. Well, there was. What was it when the Brian Kendrick and uh, the other guy when they were like the new rockers? Though I saw yeah. them. I liked them as the new rockers. Though yeah. some people called them online Team Twink. But, um, <laughs> we don't care for that, do we? <laughs> But then both those guys had to enjoy weed too much and yeah. ruin their careers. Like, mm-hmm. That's just it. Like, they were given like slaps on the wrist like a dozen times saying, dude, really, like, we have a wellness yeah. policy. Stop getting high all the time. And they're like, no. Just drink, you guys. Yeah, and they're like, no, we love weed, man. <laughs> and then they, and then they weed quit. Weed creatine. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I like, I mean, this, despite the fact that there are still no stakes in the Survivor Series match, which uh, they can just change by making their, like, just make the winners fight, and then the winner gets a title shot. Like, there's something there. Then there's some reason to be invested in who pins who and who wins. Yeah. But, but, right, but right now, I'm enjoying the fact that they, this, like, despite the fact that Vince McMahon probably threw a shit fit and decided that the the current survivor series match wasn't working uh-huh. they they made the best of it and they flipped they flipped the miz over they made that match entertaining in that regard and that's why yeah. i will i mean that's not the main reason i i'm still interested to see how they will continue to hopefully extend cm punk's title reign yeah but i hope he at least gets to a year that's all i want just let him win this week yeah, and then get to the year. Then take the belt off him, and so the Rock can have a. It could be a Rock Cena rematch at Rumble, and then Rock can face somebody else at yeah. WrestleMania. Oh, you think they'll do it? At, I I thought they would and have him lose at at Royal Rumble, and then in the past they have they have the Rock win like they they'll have a rematch like well Cena has to get the win back. Yeah, he, that Ra- that's Rock has to win at Royal Rumble to get the title though. So. Yeah. I guess it would be more fitting of a of a gift to Cena or as a thank you yeah. for for being a loser for most of 2012 yeah. to then let him beat The Rock for the title at WrestleMania 29. That yeah. would make a big oh, difference. Yeah. Obviously. We'll see. But, uh, we'll see. Yes. All right. Well, yeah, that does it for the uh, premiere. Cheap, Cheap Popcast. Popcast. Oh, woo! 
I want to thank um, yeah you guys for letting me do this show. I've nah, dude. I have immensely enjoyed being on Laser Chimes and mm-hmm. chatting with you guys about all things pop culture. Mm-hmm. And the very first time I did it, I got to geek out about wrestling, mm-hmm. and you've let me do it again here, and hopefully <laughs> I, on at least a monthly basis. I've I've had to do a couple. I, not had. I've done a couple. Of, kinds of podcasts with you and i've never seen you come quite so alive thank you then when you're talking about wrestling and and there's so much to so- say about uh, wrestling. yeah you too that, like that's how i met you is because you were like we would hang out at a bar stop and you would tell me like yeah I like wrestling like and then somehow every day you caught me up with what would had happened from to another wrestler from yeah uh 1997 <laughs> Oh, he's yeah, a huge racist. Uh, I don't. Oh, I don't know what Henry and I would talk about on on bar trains when we're together. That's true. Yeah. If wrestling did not exist, yeah, we, we would be sitting next to each other on a bar train in silence. I, <laughs> and I also didn't realize, like Grim and Brett, who we should definitely try and have yes. on on an occasion, like how much they come alive too. It, even if it's not part of their present, it's like so ingrained in their entire being. Yep, they love it. They love it. I feel bad. It, it, so I, I don't have a lot of knowledge here, but I do. I love the passion that comes out of you guys about it. Yeah. It's awesome. Hulu. Cheap pod. Cheap yeah. Pod, cheap cheap podcast. podcast. Cheap popcast. Yes. Cheap Please tune in. Please tune we'll in. Be, and we'll listen be, to Laser Time. And and see, I'm, I'm interested to see what people's feedback will be on Please. this in the comments. Yeah. Like. Comment on the article. You can go to cheappopcast.com or lasertimepodcast.com. Yeah. It's kind of the same place. Uh, and... <laughs> And uh, leave a comment. Uh, you don't have to sign up for anything. Just leave a comment. Yep. We got forums if you want to leave them there uh, for a more permanent, uh, viewable area where more people can engage in it. Yeah, lasertimepodcast.com. Yes. Listen to that show. What's it about this week? Uh, Germany and a Nintendo death quiz. Yay. Cape, Cape Crisis is all up in. I heard uh, Mick Foley lost his Famicom in a Nintendo <gasps> death quiz match. Oh, no. That's too bad. Yeah. Against Terry Funk? Yes, exactly. Think of wrestling and Nintendo. I can only think now of like, ugh, like Mickey Rourke stung in the face by bees, <laughs> jumping out of a trailer, and the rest of you all play Nintendo. <laughs> okay, I saw a picture online. It was I don't know what event it was from, but Mickey Rourke and Billy Joel sitting next to each other, Whoa. and they at at some sporting event, huh. and they both looked awful like so like mickey rourke people compared him to the mike myers mask that's, that's <laughs> sounds not, about right yeah such a uh, pretty man pope of greenwich village everybody he knocked out uh jericho in one punch yep wrestling 29 thanks for listening
through this. Each one teach one, take time to reach some. The young speak dumb, money divide the weak ones. Where we from, the coast streets you keep from. If not, it'll be your lungs you leave from. But beat none, most addicts you meet from. Lost into a tunnel, sleep come. All the flat, hell and back. No burns, no concerns, straight away, no turns. Darker as they carry you away.